0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. You are listening to episode 380 of our little podcast corner here. Hope you're having a wonderful week, getting a chance to do something fun, creative out there. We are suffering through what we call, well, in June, I guess we call it January. I'm not sure what we call it in May. But late May, early June here, we are suffering through incredibly cool weather and incredibly amount of rain, which is not... Anything to complain about, given the state of the rest of the North American continent. But we could definitely use some sunshine up here. So I am looking forward to my trip out to the Palouse here at the end of June for a workshop that I'm hosting. It's going to be lots of fun out there. We're supposed to be nice and sunny always in eastern Washington. So looking forward to that. If you'd like to join me in the Palouse in August, there's still a couple of spots available for that workshop. You can head on up to PCNW.org, click on Summer Workshops, and sign up for Exploring the Palouse in August. I love quotes. I think I could probably do a podcast where I do nothing but read my favorite quotes. Because there's, I think, so many great things that have been said throughout history that have been noted and annotated into these great little sound bites of wisdoms, of knowledge, nuggets of knowledge that come out in quotes. And so I'm always looking for things to pull out and to put into a quote book or add into a sketch somewhere, doodle on the side of a notebook, you know, whatever. I just love those quotes. And I... Read one recently, and it really kind of struck an interesting chord because of some other kind of things that were going on in my photography, some of the things that were going on in my editing, a particular problem I was running into in Photoshop. And so it was just one of those moments where the quote really seemed to come to me at an ideal moment. And what's odd is I wasn't really looking for a quote of inspiration. I wasn't looking for something to help garner some unique insight into my issue. It was just literally, I was flipping through a book, just kind of standing by the bookshelf. The quote that I came across is by DT Suzuki, and it says, One has not understood until one has forgotten it. And I just thought, what an amazing insight. And I thought, what an amazing insight into the way we learn and the way we process and the way we sort of respond to things. And I think about just in the camera world, in the photography world, how it is so hard to stay on top of things. There's new software, there's new cameras, there's new settings we want to learn, there's new techniques we want to learn, there's so many things that we want to become more proficient at. And we spend an amazing amount of time learning things. We spend an amazing amount of time trying to understand how do I apply all of these techniques, all of these concepts, whether they're in Lightroom, Photoshop, Analog Darkroom, whatever I'm doing, how do I apply those so that I can get the most meaningful photograph, so that I can get the most meaningful image created in a way that drives and compels me to do more, to be more as a photographer. And on the surface, I think that's what that quote sort of makes an indirect statement about is until we basically mastered something and we forget the nuance of the technique and it just becomes second nature, we haven't fully understood it. So we don't necessarily remember the step by step, but we end up in a more philosophical way of understanding. And it's in that understanding is when we forget the you know, step by step, the basics of that approach. So it becomes more ingrained in who we are, it becomes more innate in who we are as the photographer, to make the more compelling image. So instead of thinking about, do I employ rule of thirds, centering, golden ratios, negative space, positive space, we start to become immersed in the composition as a methodology of communicating, as a way of presenting a story or a narrative that we want to tell in a significant way. That allows us to then come back in and look at the various things we photograph and make decisions not, I'm going to employ the rule of thirds to make a photograph that invokes X, Y, Z. But rather, in the story I'm telling, in the narrative I'm expressing, this becomes the better way of saying this. It becomes the more proactive way of communicating what it is I have to say. And I think at the core of that quote, that comes down to so much of what separates us in our evolution as photographers from being on one plane, and moving up to a higher plane, is at some point, if we work hard enough, if we spend enough time honing in on the craft and on the experience and on the relationship we have to photography, and the relationship we have to the things we're photographing, we recognize that our photography is not about pushing the shutter. It's not about the actual creation of the photograph. It's about something else. The photograph becomes a methodology, a way of presenting, a way of stating, a way of sharing a concept or an idea. You hear a lot of photographers talk about that they're storytellers or that they narrate a lot in their photography. And the reason they're a storyteller is photography is the medium by which they're expressing. They have an idea that is beyond the click of the photograph, that the photograph itself is a container for holding nouns, verbs, and adjectives. That when we look at that photograph, we should be able to dissect out some higher purpose, some higher meaning behind that photograph. And I think for the photographers who are attempting to make work that is much more personal, much more story-driven, work that comes with much more of a personal interest in it, part of the way we get to that, part of the way we, we return to that is in many ways, coming back to that quote, that we don't actually understand what we need to do in the photograph until we forget enough about what we're doing with the photograph that we experience the subtext, the subtle nuance underneath the photograph, the undercurrent that's pulling at that photograph. When we're focused on f-stop, shutter speeds, slider bars, Plugins to use, noise to reduce, whatever we're doing, those key components, those central elements, those central ideas that are photography based become the impediment to us getting to the underlying meaning, the underlying purpose. The other analogy I think that works for this is if you think about music and if you think about a jam session where everybody comes together and somebody starts playing a guitar. And then somebody picks up a couple of sticks and they start tapping the sticks on a can. And somebody else uses their hands, rubbing them back and forth. Somebody starts patting on their leg. You're not required to have a musical instrument to create noise to be a part of the jam session. Photography is a lot like that. When we start to realize that the nuance of what we have to experience, the thing that we want to say is not predicated on the camera, on the file type, on the megapixels. It's not predicated on any of that nonsense. It's predicated on us having a deeper connection to the thing that spiritually connects us to what we are photographing. Why does that matter? What is it about that that matters? And when we start photographing that, when we start experiencing that, that allows us to make some interesting decisions. So when you hear the phrase, break the rules in photography, similar to forget it in our quote, Part of the reason we forget the rules in photography is we don't want our photographs to appear like every other photograph. Well, it's not that we don't want them to look like every other photograph because we want them to look as good as they can. But what we really want is for the photograph's experience to be uniquely ours through the unique expression of who we are. And so I think that's one of the things that can drive and compel us to create more interesting work is for us to recognize that sometimes... For us to truly understand the thing that we're photographing, we have to forget in many ways that we're even photographing it. That we're not bound by the mechanics and rules of photography, but we're bound by the mechanics and rules and feelings of what we see when we look and what we experience when we listen. And how do we communicate and translate that into a much more significant and more interesting photograph? So again, that quote by D.T. Suzuki, one has not understood until one has forgotten it. I hope that gives you something to think about this week as you do some of your photography. That it's important that you recognize that learning, and sometimes the best way to learn is to forget and relearn. You know, there's that level of that quote. But oftentimes it's the deeper insight that when we forget the nuts and bolts of what we're doing, that moment we get the insight to create more meaningful work because we're focused on the thing that is meaningful rather than what it is that we're attempting to accomplish. Have a great week. I really do appreciate you spending a few minutes listening to the podcast. Really do hope you got something out of it. Thanks again. Don't forget to check out my website, danieljaygarby.com, for any upcoming workshops, announcements, free content, ebooks, whatever. Check that out. Would love to uh, have you on the newsletter. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.